Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Katie's Crib, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I tried to make embryos. It didn't work out. And we did one more round and we made one embryo. <laughs> and we were like, yay. Okay. Holy shit, Ricky. This has been the, this has been a fucking marathon. This is the beginning. Oh. It gets crazier. It gets crazier because then the guy changed his mind about wanting to have kids. Oh. It was quite my a God. Day. It was the craziest oh thing. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God. But it made me realize I could do it on my own. I was like, I can be a mom. I can do this. I can do it. And so I just started on that journey alone. And better to know then. I don't want to have a child with someone who's not sure about having a child. Of course like, not. Of course not. As heartbreaking as it was, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, this it, is. It this ended is up being for the best. What and was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Katie's Crib. I'm honestly just pumped because today's guest I just want to hang out with selfishly. <laughs> like, I, I haven't seen her in so long. I ran into her at a very fancy Netflix party because she's on the show Wednesday. Everyone is obsessed with this show, and I haven't seen it yet, but it looks incredible. She plays Wednesday's therapist on the show. I am talking about actress Ricky Lindholm. She has a son who is about to have a massive milestone birthday. I think he's about to turn one. His name is Keaton. She used a surrogate. I want to hear all about her story. Also, she's just the coolest. And again, I just feel selfishly lucky that I haven't seen her in a while. So I get to hang out with her and catch up with her here with all of you listening. Ricky Lindholm is an American actress, comedian, and musician. She's also known as a singer and songwriter in the comedy folk duo Garfunkel and Oates, along with Kate Michucci. She was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award for their comedy special Garfunkel and Oates, trying to be special in 2016. Ricky also took on the role of the well-meaning therapist Dr. Valerie Kinbot in Netflix's recent Adams Family series Wednesday. And of course, she previously appeared in multiple films like Million Dollar Baby, Fun Size, and Knives Out. In March, 2022, Lindholm revealed on Instagram that she had welcomed her first child, a son. 
Ricky, I am so pumped to see you and hang out. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited and congratulations that you're a mom to your son. Thank Keaton. you. Yes. Your son Keaton just turned one. Yep. March 1st. He's the best. Oh, I love that birthday. Oh, it's the best. He's got, mine is March 5th. And so I was hoping for that. You can't. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell me how you're feeling having a one-year-old. Was it an emotional experience? I think I felt the opposite of a lot of people where the second he was in my arms, I stopped crying because I had just many, many years of everything going wrong. That when my surrogate was giving birth to him, it was COVID. So I'm in the other room. And like the time during giving birth, I was absolutely convinced he was not coming in the room. And I was just like crying and crying. And when they handed him to me, I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> hey there. It was like this weird opposite where my surrogate, who I'm very close with, was like, that's a not the reaction I was expecting. I was like, me neither. I was just like, oh, there you are. It was literally like, oh, like it was like relief and everything made sense. Yes. Like everything you had been working for yes. and all of the trials and tribulations and the journey had everything just probably became peaceful. Yes. It felt like six years of like, where are my keys? Where are my keys? And then, oh, there are my keys. It felt like that where he's in my arms and I'm like, oh, hi. I feel like I just did all the tears beforehand. <laughs> and yeah, then when I finally yeah. got him, it felt, it just was like a relief. So your journey was so comp so hard. Like <laughs> I didn't know any about this. I didn't even know any of this was happening. Do you mind sharing yeah. what it was, what was going on? When I was 34, I went in just to get my fertility checked because they, no one tells you to do that. I wasn't dating when I was like, I'll just check. And they're like, Oh, this is not great. And I was like, Oh, and they're like, you need to start freezing your eggs immediately. And so I did it when I was 34, I did it three times and it took that many times just to have like a, a few number of eggs. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, right. that is wow. Okay. So I didn't expect that. And it was probably pretty even that was it emotional? Was it like just a hormonal shit show or it was, did, a was it just show, like but by the third time I was like, it's fine. But the first time I was on tour with my band Garfunkel and Oates. And so I was like, Kate has a video of me shooting myself with hormones in the LAX parking lot. <laughs> and we like wow, wrote a song about that's unfucking believable. Yeah. I think I sort of like believed that thing of like, well, then you'll, you know, it'll happen when it happens and you'll meet someone and all this stuff. And it's things don't always just unfold. Like, cer like certain things in my life have unfolded in ways that I am, can't, wouldn't even have imagined in like beautiful ways. And other things have been like, oh, that was not what I thought. <laughs> how I thought it was going to go. No, it was not how I thought it was going to go. I just thought I was going to meet someone and we were going to get pregnant naturally and la-di-da. And it was not, that was not in the cards. So you do three rounds of IVF to finally get... Or egg extraction to yeah. finally get, not IVF, excuse me, yeah. to get out a good amount of eggs to store for a while. And then when did you know it was time? Or or you said you were on this like journey of six years. So I met someone and I started dating this man. By the way, I never thought I would get married. I was like, I just, I always wanted to be a mom, but I was never, marriage was never in my plan. I just was like, Love I, that. I would look at weddings and I wouldn't, I would look at people with babies and I go, oh, like, you know, your heart kind of goes, yeah. I would look at weddings and I go, oh, do I have to do that? Like, ah! it's not quite my thing. And yeah. so I was dating someone for about two years and we were trying to have a baby. And we like slowly realized kind of everything was wrong with me. <laughs> but just like they, they learn it by degrees. 
oh, your eggs don't work, your uterus doesn't work, you have endometriosis or whatever. But it was like a slow process to figure all that stuff out. So you had always had endometriosis? Had you, Were you like... I had no idea. No symptoms. I have something called silent endometriosis. I had no symptoms except infertility. So no one could quite figure out what was wrong. That's I don't think I've ever heard of silent endometriosis. A Me lot neither. of times when we've had people on the show who've had endometriosis, it's like when they're finally diagnosed, everything makes sense. They're like, oh, this is why I couldn't walk when I got my period when I was a teenager. This is why I'm hemorrhaging. This is why I've had infertility problems. But that was not your story. Nope. Easy periods. Everything's I've like never had cramps. I'm like, I've been like just lucky. Nobody checked because it's a hard thing to check for. You have to do like a round of hormones and stuff. And they have to it's like a whole thing. If you don't have any symptoms, they have to do a whole thing. And it turns out I had it, but I ended up getting naturally pregnant, oddly, with this man. And then 13 weeks in, things started to really turn. They started to go. Oh, really? Yeah. The heart was growing in the wrong place. There was, there's just a, but it was just not, they were actually surprised that I held the pregnancy. Did it miscarry? Yeah, yeah. That it didn't. It was one of those weird things where the doctor's like calling other doctors in the room, check this out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the worst moment of my life. And everyone's fast. They're like, we've never seen this. And I'm like, great. Oh, th- th- things you never want to hear in a doctor's office. You yeah. want to be boring and usual right. and great. You're good. Get out of here. You yeah, don't exactly. want anyone calling anyone saying we haven't seen this before. Totally. And then they go, you have to go to genetic counseling. They send me to the next room and they start telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so what do we do? What's the, and they were like, oh, n- no, this is not something that will make it. This is not an option. And I was like, oh, Oh, Ricky, I'm so sorry. It was crazy. It was like a weird because it was all going well until it wasn't. So I had the DNC and it was botched, which is like so weird. Yeah. So it like it they didn't get it out. And it's called retain products of conception. It's called. And so I had to have three procedures to get it all out. And then I had a scarred uterus and then I had to have uterine surgery and all this kind of stuff. And I was like 38. Did the three DNCs is what caused your uterus to to have scar tissue? Well, there was two DNCs and then one just weird procedure that I'd never heard of. I don't even want to say it was just weird. It was weird and you're awake for it. It was it's a final shake it all out. Sweep some sort it's of a sweep. Sm- it's not good. I like that I like that word. I'm like, yes. why? Ugh. Just a real sweep. But they I, but your body still thinks it's pregnant. It's really confusing. And 13 weeks is not little. Obviously, it's not. 20 weeks, but still 13 weeks. I had a miscarriage at 11 and a half weeks and had to have a DNC. And I was so floored by how, what havoc that wreaked on my body. And I didn't have a botched one and I didn't have three. God, I'm so sorry you had to have that. 11 and a half weeks is so long in. That's awful. Well, it's terrible, but I can't believe what it took me a long time to get over it in terms of three months of crying out of nowhere. Like my hormones were all fucked up and crazy. My boobs were killing me. Same. I felt like I was pregnant. Yeah, we were. But also, I just can't believe you had to have multiple. What happened was I had the procedure and then I was just feeling really weird. But when you Google stuff, it's like, oh, you might get nauseous. You might get that. But you don't know exactly what's what. And I was driving home from my boyfriend's house and my fertility doctor was on La Cienega and I was driving up La Cienega and I pull over and I start throwing up on the street and I'm like 
feel like this is bad. And I called the fertility yeah, director and not I was kind of like, hey, I'm outside. Can I come in? And he was like, oh, you have to go to the ER right now. He's, you, this is, you have retained products of conception. I went to Cedars just right up the street and, you know, it was lucky enough to have this amazing care. And then it just made me so angry that in certain states, someone who has this exact thing cannot, if I didn't go, I could have died. And someone in that situation in a different state would not go to the ER because of fear of prosecution or whatever. And I just, I can't believe people are in that situation. Because the baby wasn't going to really be viable at all. You got to choose in a in, way. Yes. It's still crazy that people in that situation, like mine wouldn't have counted because there is a, like, it, yeah, if, if I, yeah, someone in that situation, it makes me very angry to think about that. Someone in that situation. Cause I got all this medical care cause I live in California. <sighs> I know it makes me so, so upsetting. Enraged. Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. So you go through horrible but necessary abortion multiple times to get it right. And now your uterus is scarred and beat up and the chances of you getting pregnant again and it being okay, I'm guessing, are slim to none. They go lower. But then, but my uterus still looked fine. They didn't know about my endometriosis yet. So I get uterine surgery and then I got PRP injected into my uterus and a different surgery. So it kind of was looking better. And I got PRP injected into my ovaries and my uterus. What's PRP? platelet-rich plasma, which is what they inject into, like, athletes' faces. Yeah, and, like, women facials. Like, it's, like, why Tom Cruise looks like a bait. Yeah, like, supposedly all these actors are doing that shit. Yes. It got injected into my reproductive system, and then my reproductive doctor was like, you have some eggs. Do you want to do this again? And then I was like, yeah. And so then I made embryos. Yeah, there's a much more viable chance if you implant an embryo, then you have, and then just frozen eggs that aren't mixed with sperm. I tried to make embryos. It didn't work out. And we did one more round and we made one embryo. <laughs> and then we were like, yay. Okay. Holy shit, Ricky. This has been the, this has been a fucking marathon. This is the beginning. Oh. It gets crazier. It gets crazier because then the guy changed his mind about wanting to have kids. Oh. It was quite my a God. It was the craziest oh thing. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. But it made me realize I could do it on my own. I was like, I can be a mom. I can do this. I can do it. And so I just started on that journey alone. And better to know then. I don't want to have a child with someone who's not sure about having a child. Of course like, not. Of course not. As heartbreaking as it was, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, this it, is. It this ended is... up being for the best. What and was then, meant to be. Yeah. And then I ended up implanting embryos that I made with a sperm donor and then carried those because I didn't know I had endometriosis. (laughs) So miscarried those. And I'm out of eggs. (laughs) Far along or you miscarried them? like right in the beginning. Like they didn't even implant. It's better further. It's better than further along. Yes. Yeah. Was it easy for you to find a donor? We've had Jordana Malik on who also did it this way. And then we've done a lot of this work with Leslie Headland and Rebecca Henderson. And I can't imagine like what you would feel like, oh, I want to know everything. I want to know what they look like. I want to pick color and all this kind of thing. Or did you not even care? Were you like, I just want healthy and something to work? It's a weird thing because it ends up being more about health and what matches with your genetics. By the way, they don't even have short sperm donors. They don't even let you in the door if you're beneath 5'10". Because everyone's like, I want a tall one, I guess. They don't even let you in anymore. They're like, 
that's all it's all tall guys so it's like that kind of thing is already holy shit that's hilarious you see how people's how long people's grandparents lived you see how long their parents you see that kind of stuff and you're like that's what you want for your kid you're like okay this guy's a surfer but this guy his mom is 99 you're gonna go 99 right and there's no cancer or like mental health stuff Mm -hmm. like it's really i'm sure it becomes so much about genetic health and what you're passing down this is unbelievable ricky i had no idea that this was what was going on Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. So then what happened? So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to apply for adoption. And it was harder during the pandemic because a lot of things, borders were closed and stuff. So it was like everyone, I talked to different people and they're like, you got to do domestic and domestic is open. 
And it's a little hard for single women. We're further down the totem pole. When the birth mothers are choosing, they're not like, ooh, what about this 42-year-old woman, single mom from Los Angeles who lives in an apartment? When there's like this couple on a farm and they're 26. I was like an undesirable candidate. And then I did get one match. And my mom and I flew to Atlanta to get the baby and were like in the hotel. And then things started to go wrong with the adoption. Things that were happening that were red flags, like they couldn't find the dad. And there was just all these things. And it it just was like, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but then the agency was like, we recommend, yeah, this isn't going to work out. So we like came back and there's all this baby stuff and we're like, oh God, okay, this is. Holy shit, Ricky, you thought you were coming home with a baby? Yeah. That's how far along it got? Was it a call like, oh my God, we found your baby? Or did you know the whole time the mom was pregnant or like, how did that happen? It was a last minute. Luckily, it wasn't like, thank God for that. Because it was like, it was, I think it was like a Wednesday. They're like, there's a woman who picked you. And I was like, oh my God. And then Friday, I'm in Atlanta. So it was like, "Uh." holy shit. It was that fast. It was that fast. And I, but like my, some stuff was already ready because you have to do all these adoption classes and you have a social worker. You have to baby proof your apartment before they approve you. So I'd done all the months of class. You had done all that work. Yes. So my stuff, so my apartment was kind of ready to go. If you have like, bottles and a crib you're good for the first five days or whatever i wasn't like too crazy you need a car seat and a crib and you know whatever. Yeah, but you had that shit that's a lot so i so that didn't work out and that was like pretty devastating and then i was on the adoption list for another maybe nine months ten months and everything was a little off and then my mom just called it she was like enough this is what happened to you this is not happening this is what happened now you need to move forward. Oh my God, I fucking love your I know. Mom. And I was like, like oh my she God. Kidding? And she like, goes, are you joking? How is she like that? I don't, she's not usually, but she was like, enough. She, I was like, I could cry thinking about it. She was just like, because I, I didn't want to make a baby in a lab. Like I made a baby in a lab with an egg donor, a sperm donor, and a surrogate. I, that is no one's first choice. That is everyone's, that's the dead last. And my mom's like, that's what happened. This is where you're at. This is what's happening. Do you want a family or not? And she was like, consider how lucky you are that you can do that. There are so many people who cannot afford this. Look for the green lights. So I did pick one egg donor and she fell through. I get another. There's still like, it's relentless. And then after I got the embryos is when I found out that I couldn't carry. I found out that I had silent endometriosis. Now we're doing a surrogate. Okay. And the surrogacy thing was the best process in the world. It was, I called them on a Monday. And on Wednesday, I matched with this woman. Most people, it takes a year. It was like, we met and it was like, I'm like, oh, there she is. Yeah, that's it. And she was like that with me. She was like, oh, yeah. So we're just like this weekend, we went to her daughter's birthday party in Long Beach. We're close. We, I love her. She has her own kids. She's had given birth to two other kids. I'm like, it's, and you just, she is just a solid person with, I'm like, this woman's not drinking a bottle of wine every night. She's not. She's fine. Everything just flowed after that. And it was right before Mother's Day of 2019. And she sent me, she got dressed up in, was it Handmaid's Tale costume? (laughs) She sent me a picture that said, under his eye, happy Mother's Day. How were you taking care of yourself through this? This was six years? Six years? Something like that. I was a little weird. It was in the pandemic. I am someone who, for good or bad, has to work my way out of something. I have to defeat it. But I was sort of alone in my apartment, and everyone was busy doing their things. 
I felt like a little like unchecked on too. So I felt a little adrift and I was just like, all right, here we go. And I was just, I would wake up and I would write all day. And then when I was done writing, I would work on my fertility. That was all I did. And I had this routine and I would just do that. And and then, but it got me through it. And I wrote so many songs that year. I became a much better writer. And because I was like, oh, things could go badly for me if I don't design something for myself. So I was like, this is my, I was like, I'm coming out of this with four screenplays and a baby. Holy shit. You're like the only person in all of the pandemic. Like some people were like, yeah, what am I supposed to be doing? Writing the next great American novel. It's like some people were doing that and like making babies. I had to. The silence was deafening. I'm in my like weird Hollywood apartment alone. You got to go. And so I just went and I like went forward. And yes, yeah, so the surrogate, we matched. And then she started her process. She only wanted to transfer one at a time because she's like, I don't want to have twins again. And so she, I was like, great, whatever. And like still fully thinking like, okay, this is the beginning of, I thought she would have to do it seven times because that's what I'm used to. Fully took. And I was like, whoa, okay, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, is this working? And then the day after her implant, I got a job in Romania for seven months. So I was gone the whole pregnancy. I was gone for seven months. What were you doing in Romania? (laughs) I was shooting that show Wednesday. Oh, that shoots in Romania? Yes, it does. Wait, get the (laughs) hell out of here. I was saying in your sexy intro, like, that's where I last saw you was at the very fancy Netflix party for Wednesday that you are on. That show shoots in Romania? Yes, it did. Now they're switching. I think they're going to move it. Who knows? So you and Keaton will be taking some nice trips? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the next season. I've not been told anything. I'm sure you will be. So you're gone in Romania for her entire pregnancy. Yes, which was you trust her implicitly. And it was just such a gift. Like it was, I'm like, because it was so hard. And then it was so easy. I was like, wow, this is, I, I wasn't on the same time zone. I couldn't micromanage i couldn't i just had to be like i hope it goes that was such a blessing that was such such a blessing blessing. with a surrogate you can choose whether to be in the room when the baby is born or is it only out of the room how does that i couldn't because of covid so she and i she wanted to do it through c-section she has her method i'm like great sounds good yeah and then right she texted me and she's like they said i can only have one person in the room i called her and i was like it's i was like you want your husband I was like, it's major surgery. You can have him. And she's like, wait for real. And I was like, I'm going home with a family. Yes. Have who you want. And she was like, I know I could cry. She was like, oh my God. And I was like, no, you're going through major surgery and giving me a child like next room. <laughs> but then during it, I was like in the next room, like, oh my God, oh my God. Why did I say that? But then it was fine. <gasps> so the C-section scheduled and you show up to the hospital knowing that you're going to be sitting in this side room Mm -hmm. and it was crazy because like right before like we'd had all these scheduling delays because of covid and it was they weren't sure they were going to get me home in time so i had to like legally grant my parents custody over like a zoom notary which exists by the way if you're in romania are you kidding me they didn't know if you would be able to get out of shooting wednesday because of covid shit show and you didn't even know if you were going to be able to be home so you're signing all this shit for your parents to be the one to take eaton home they they had all the intents and purposes but things happen in pregnancies come early and flights get delayed and there's things to like prepare no that makes perfect sense you already are mothering you're already parenting you're already like doing every crossing every t dotting every i to make sure and the showrunners knew when I got the part, I went in August and I was like, I need to be home by 
March. And they were like, not a problem. And so they knew and they had to finagle things, but they got me out. Like the whole cast, the whole crew, everyone like was so excited for me. They were so so supportive. They like, I was surrounded by love by this cast. It was incredible. And the creators and everything. And then it was like Omicron and Putin was circling. And it was like this, and everyone was getting COVID because if I got COVID, I couldn't fly. And I was like, I was super stressed. And I didn't have like my nursery set up yet because I'd been in Romania. (laughs) Yes. What did you do? What did you do? I ended up getting home like five days before and my parents came and we were like, here, let's start. And we got, what's it called? Task rabbits. Just come on. Build this, build that. Help. Pick this up. More diapers. More dudes, more dudes. (gasps) Opening boxes. And so many people had sent me I didn't want to get, I felt weird about getting a registry for some reason. And my friends were like, no. Yeah. No. I, I wish I had been on the email <laughs> because I would have just sent you so much shit. That's what happened. I got oh my so God. many people were so supportive. I got, ev- I had everything. I had all the diapers, all the clothes, the crib. I had. We always ask, and I'm curious, what was the thing on your registry that you could never have lived without? The Brezza. You're the second person this season that has said that. It's the best invention. So it's for people who can't, obviously can't breastfeed. And it's like a Keurig. It's like a Nespresso for formula. It just makes it for you. It's like it's mixing the exact right water, the exact right powder. Temperature. Making it a good temperature. Oh, unreal. It was like a cup of coffee I was giving him. So I couldn't have lived. That was my favorite thing. And that company just sent it to me. I was like, wow, okay. Thank you. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Tell me about when you met Keaton and you felt at your, it sounds like your life just all came into alignment. I can't believe how lucky I got. Like that year was like, I forget the quote. The quote is some years are questions and then some years are answers. And it was like, oh, it all like came together. The first 24 hours in the hospital, it was me and my surrogate and her husband. And we all stayed up. She would sleep, she would nap, but she had to breastfeed every hour. So she would breastfeed Keaton and then I'd be in there and then he'd give him to meet. We had these adjoining rooms and then the husband would burp. I was too, I was too scared to burp him the first day because he's so little. Did you have any like weird feelings at all about this is my baby and she's doing that stuff? None. We are a village and I'd been alone in COVID for so long that I was just grateful for a village. And I was like, and also it's not about me. It's about him getting the nutrients he needs. What he He needs needs the colostrum. And she was willing to do that. And it's like harder for her. It's like breastfeed someone else's baby. If she's willing, like I want him to get the nutrients. Like it, I didn't feel, no, I was like, thank you. I was like happy and it was the best. Like when you took him home and you said goodbye to her, was that just like, I would have been a sobbing mess on the floor. I don't even know. <laughs> it's weird though. It was like, we were like, wasn't even that. We were like, we fucking did it. It was like a high five. And she she goes, can I come over next week? And I'm like, yep. She came over a week later. And like, I see her probably once a month we hang out and she hangs out with Keaton. And I'm like, this is your surrogate. And it's just normalized. And because when you take the adoption classes, they tell you like with 23 and me and all this stuff, it's like they're going to find out anyway. So just tell them. Yes. Yes. Also, there's nothing there. There's no shame. It's like amazing. This is incredible. You worked your ass off to get this child. Tell me about when you brought him home. Were you, I know it sounds, and I can just tell from what I know of you, like you're just the most maternal, like you have always known you were going to be a mother. Like you're just so, did it feel that way when Keaton came home? 
everything made sense? Or were you like, oh, shit, oh, shit, this is a lot more than I signed up for. Holy crap, I haven't slept. How was it? I felt like a dad. I felt like I was getting away with murder the first month because I was like, oh, I didn't just have major surgery. I'm not, I don't have hormones coming out of me. I don't have to breastfeed. I'm like, I am a dad. I'm like free and clear. He sleeps 18 hours a day. Then it catches up and it gets hard and whatever. The first month was like, great. It was awesome. I had a night nurse. I rented a second apartment in my building and I would go sleep downstairs (laughs) and then I'd come back up and Spend the day with him. Brilliant. Brilliant. Were your parents around a lot? Were they... Were they, they came for the first month and they slept in my apartment because they can sleep through anything. So they slept in my apartment and I went down to the apartment downstairs and yeah, we just all like villaged it and it was awesome and yeah. Oh, Ricky, I love Isn't this. it crazy? Okay, so it's the most... <laughs> I think you win the Katie's Crib Award of the wildest fertility journey. It's a little wild during COVID. Do you hear the wildest part? This is all during oh the wildest part. Yes, I met someone while my surrogate was pregnant, <laughs> so now I have a co-parent. Oh, yeah, my shocking, God, shocking. No, yeah. not that's exact. Like you're saying this, and I'm like, of course it you did. Just like, of course. Your son was supposed to bring this entire life to you at this time for whatever reason. Holy shit. It was just in no way, shape, form how you thought you were going to get there. But you're there. That's why I don't feel like, I don't know. I Like you're what your mom said. That happened, but it is not what is happening. Like what is happening is that you have a co-parent and you have a son and you have your family. No, we live together in Los Feliz and we've got our amazing baby and it's like the it's a un, unbelievable i have such <laughs> goosebumps i have truly never heard of anything like this and i couldn't be happy i mean it couldn't have happened to a more loving deserving kind strong person i'm i'm so grateful so relieved because when you were like the wildest part i was like oh no oh no oh no oh no and you're like oh no and i'm in yeah. love and he's wonderful mm-hmm. and is super involved mm-hmm. And it's helping me raise our yeah. child. Like, this is it's so fucking amazing. And tell me, how does motherhood feel to you It now? feels, well, it's, I think at first, because the first month was so easy, I thought it was, like, going to be, like, easy. And so I was still, like, going at this, like, crazy pace. And then my body got, I got, like, the world's craziest flu. My body, like, put me to bed for three weeks. And they're like, this, like, that's what happened. This is what's happening now. You need a different pace. Nothing feels more real in motherhood Till you face your first sickness when you have to take care of your kid anyway. It is the realest fucking shit ever. Like the first time I was ever like, I can't get out of bed and I have kids to manage or like I'm throwing up and I have diarrhea and I have to still make sure they survive. This is insane. It was insane. (laughs) And I was doing this sort of, it was like a really demanding writing job. And I ended up getting fired like right after I had the baby but then it was like oh I had so much more I was like this was actually good because then I had more time because I was trying to do everything and then they're like no we want a different writer and I'm like okay and then I just got sick just got the flu and then I was like I need a new pace so until you got the flu were you like I was oh, in- like my life is very different. I can't just pile motherhood on top of everything else I've always yeah, done. I thought I could and it, I was like, wow, I can't. Okay. And so I had to just, you just readjust.
Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. You and I are going to be talking in 10 years and we're going to be like, oh, we're right back to where we were piling 1,000 things on top of motherhood. And I just think the beginning, the first two years, and I just think people are crazy if they're like, oh, within six months. No, for me, it's like I couldn't even get into like some sort of routine of like self-care or like a walk or going out with a friend. Like I can't, I'm like a mess until like- It took two. a long time. I started finally, now I exercise once a week and with a trainer. And I don't want to spend that money, That's but huge. I'm like, no, I have to, because I'm not doing That's anything huge. otherwise. Like I'm just going at like 20% of my normal pace. That's okay. And it is finite is I think what I mean is like, this is not forever. Like even if it is until he's two, it, in the scheme of your life, that is short. And he's so great. 
He's so Oh, cute. my God. What is he like? What is he like? What is he into? How is he sleeping? How are you sleeping? How's he eating? How have the one-year milestones been? His personality is changing now, but he was like the most serious, stoic child that anyone has ever had. We would call it bush watching because we'd put him in front of a plant that was like waving in the wind and he would just, he would stare at it for 25 minutes. Like he was like reading a text. He'd be like, he'd listen to classical music and watch a plant. And we're like, who is this child? And he was just, he was like the king yeah, of Yeah, he was so serious. He was like, like every picture I have of him as a baby, he's frowning. <laughs> like, like, what is this? Amazing. Especially because his mom is like a queen of comedy, but okay. Just this like grump, like he wasn't, he didn't cry a lot. He was just like, this 80-year-old man, what do you Serious. want, lady? Oh, I and then he's it. come out of that, it. and now he's, like, much more friendly. Like, he smiles more. And but it was, like, really funny. I'm like, I think I have the most serious kid I've ever seen. And people are like, no, that's his baby. And they go, no, you do. He's, like, a – he's just – he's, like, a little prince. I would hand him a new toy, and he'd look at it, examine it with a weird face, and then look me in the eye and toss it aside. He, would, he wouldn't even look nice. at the toy when he tossed it. He would make eye contact being like, I don't like this one. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds like you're just really enjoying it Oh, my God. I love it, it. I love it. He is so like, funny. It just sounds like you're enjoying the all of it, and it was such an effort to get here, and so it is not lost on you how what a miracle it is and how special – this all is I'm loving it like on Sunday when we were driving home from the surrogate's birthday the whole ride from Long Beach he was going hi and we go hi and he'd go hi the whole ride oh where is his name from from nowhere really I just could I just don't like any boys names I couldn't think of any boys names are hard I'm like what hard we had none and my daughter we had thousand but like he had we had none for him either, but Keaton's great. You Thank killed you. it. It was just I. It's from nothing because there. There's just I like Diane Keaton. What did you do for his one year birthday? Nothing. Nothing. He we got him a little like cupcake with the candle that he threw on the floor. We're like, okay, maybe next year he'll like. He just wasn't. He didn't know what it was, and so we're like, ah, it too. We'll give him a birthday. How is your work-life balance going? It sounds like you tried to do it all. Then you got hit with the flu. Now you're slowing. You're just like being really probably specific about what your day. How do you have a support system? I have a nanny. I I think I just need to like do a little more like investigating internally to see what I actually need and what's actually important. I need to, I think I need to pare down even a little bit more and try to focus on fewer things and, but put I want to put more life force into fewer things because I feel like I'm still at this thing where I'm spread thin, spread thin spread even thin. though it's compared to my old self, it's not a spread that big of a spread, but I need to do some reevaluating. I'm not, I haven't even hit the groove in my slowness yet. And I know that's like things that'll just take time. I just think I need to like do s some more thinking and where, how do I really want my days to go? What do I want to make? And especially now that it's a writer's strike. You can get to ask yourself some stuff yeah. now, maybe. I'm also in that weird thing where I'm in a new relationship. So we're like co-parenting in a new relationship, hot. which is the weirdest. It's so hot. But then also, like, I want to go out sometimes. Of course you do. It's the beginning of a relationship. Like, that's where all the energy and passion is. We never did is. the dating phase. We went right into the co-parenting. That stuff fills you up, though. That stuff fills you up to be the mom you can be. So I try to carve that out. I try to like have keep ro keep romance 
we didn't have alive. Yeah, we never and had well. that. Moment. Good lord, ours is dead. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just like we've been together seventeen wow. years. Oh my god. See, my son is 14 months and we've been together 15 months. 14, we've been together 14 months and one week. So it's like. This is <laughs> unfucking believable. We dating less than a week before he was born. And like, good on this guy that he was like, yep, I'm saying yes and. Yep. To it all was the it. opposite of the last relationship with someone who was very scared of being. I, we're not and, doing kids. Yes, I'm not very, doing very fearful of the way that his life would be put into upheaval. This person is just like. I'm like, okay, then. All right. What advice would you like to give Keaton on his one year birthday? Oh, wow. God, just nothing. Just he's perfect. He's perfect. He's 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 I got nothing. I'm just like, oh, every day. I know. Like, teach me every day. I'm just like, I can't believe I'm still getting to do this. I just love him. I'm so happy. Like, I yeah, I got He's perfect in my eyes. I don't know. I got nothing. Ricky, I'm so happy for you. Okay. And in closing, we always ask for you to finish this sentence. Parenthood is the fucking best. (laughs) Ricky, I'm so grateful that you came on. Thank you for um, having me. And that it was just you and you shared this story. I've never told it anywhere publicly. And then when I heard your podcast, I was like, that's where I have to tell it. That's it. I heard your podcast with Gabrielle Union, and I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's right for me. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. It's like literally the most perfect love story to your son and to your experience, which should be celebrated, honored, shared. It's so helpful to other women. I can't tell you how, I mean, I know you know. I really want people to hear because Gabrielle Union's was very helpful to me, like in, in her other, in her book and like things like that. And I was like, Okay, this woman is someone who has all the options. This is how women help other women. And I have so many friends struggling with endometriosis and it is really hard. So to hear that someone's happy, like you are so authentically you and happy and juggling it all and have a healthy, beautiful son and family. And I would not have it go a different way. The door that closed, I'm happy it closed. That was right. I need someone who can roll with things. Ricky, you've given me goosebumps only like 1,000 <laughs> times in this episode. So nice. I could not be happier for you. Could not be a more deserving, awesome I love your person. podcast. It's so good Keaton. and it's so helpful. Oh, it's you. so Oh, my God. Keaton is thank so you. lucky to have you and you no, are so, so lucky, lucky to have him. I love him. He's the best. He's the best <laughs> I'm biased, but he's the best one. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I want to hear from you. Let's chat. Questions, comments, concerns? Let me know. You can always find me at Katie's Crib at Shondaland.com. Katie's Crib is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 